that girl. We immediately have that picture in our head. Confident, disciplined, desirable, determined, always productive, a go-getter. Someone who reaches their goals, never falls off track. But it's also someone who is very social and you're sure when they go to a party, they light up the room with their radiant energy. Even if we never consciously thought about it, the source of this radiant energy is coming from their sense of self-worth. You put up with this one guy that leaves you in red all the time, they wouldn't even consider being in contact with a guy like this. So that girl is just another term for a person with self-worth. And put in brackets, a person with self-confidence. But that's a topic for another episode. I know you want to be that person I just described. That girl. You might think binge eating is holding you back from becoming that girl. Or your weight, your face, your laziness, your characteristics. Your aesthetic all in all is just not good enough. And actually, researchers found that self-worth is a predictive not an outcome variable for success. So basically, you you can help to stop your binge eating and gain success in whatever domain of life with integrating self-worth and focusing on that. It's not a thing that comes from success, which is insane, right? Because that's what we always think. Like, oh, just let me, you know, make two more K this month and I'll finally feel good. Has it ever worked? Maybe for like 30 seconds. But internal self-worth is such a huge topic. But like we just figured, what it all comes down to, this radiant energy that someone brings and comes across in TikToks, videos, it often manifests in followers even, so basically power. It all comes down to their self-worth, the sense of worthiness they feel. Working out is worth it for them. Eating nutritiously and balanced, but also going to social events, going on dates is worth doing because they think they're worth it. How does one who doesn't like themselves, maybe even hate themselves, get to a point like this? How do you become that girl, someone with this radiant energy? Firstly, two sentences about what self-worth is. It is the extent of acceptance, approval, and self-love we foster for ourselves. Since self-worth is subjective, it's not based on objective reality. Is there even such thing? But it is highly influenceable by you. It is influenced by many factors, though. One of them being external circumstances, more so the extent of success you experience in, for you, important domains of your life. E.g. you got a good grade in a subject you really care about, so you feel good about yourself. Then there's internal factors. So basically, how do you feel about your character, who you are as a person, aside from external circumstances? I mean, how do you feel if you wouldn't get that good grade? In this situation, someone with a high self-worth might be upset. I mean, that's human. But they don't think that they're a bad person for having failed the test. They still think they're valuable. That is internal and real self-worth. And, you know, by the way, it's very interesting. Scientists have found that people who focus on their internal world have a higher self-worth. I mean, it makes sense, right? 
your good character, the way you help others, your values, they're not frequently changing, not like external circumstances. Like you might lose your job. I mean, hopefully that's not a frequent thing as well, though. Or you fail the test, you break a glass, these daily kind of things. And they constantly happen and change also. So if your whole self-worth is based on money, appearance, even social status, your self-worth fluctuates with your damn Bitcoin portfolio. <laughs> Do you want your self-worth to have such a high volatility like Bitcoin? We don't even want that with the damn Bitcoin itself. And why do we want that for our self-worth? We don't. So what do we take from this? We need to focus on internal self-worth. Well, you might think if I focus on how I feel about me as a person, I will feel even worse because I don't think I'm a good person. So let's be honest. Not good is the little brother of bad. In that case, if we break it down, you think you're not valuable. Hmm. How does it come? We need to take a closer look. See, when we grow up and we didn't get socialized yet, we simply are the way we are. Until your mother sees you eating mud, behaving quote-unquote weirdly with your peers as a kid, maybe you're telling them weird stories and she says, stop it, you're being weird. Hmm. What about that wording is problematic? Can you guess? It's the word your. She claims you are weird, not the thing you did. That's a difference. If you're a bad person or if the thing you did is wrong. That's when you firstly get introduced to the idea of, wait, I, I am weird? And at the core it says, wait, I, I am bad? And in the process of socialization, so the process of learning to behave in an acceptable way in society, and hint, eating mud in the Western society is not accepted at all, the core message often is, you are bad. We are bumping into so many raised finger-pointing situations where society tells us that who we are at our core is not valuable, not worthy. And this wound gets bigger and bigger. So obviously, a green tea in the morning and some yoga is not going to fill up this deep hole. So if you ever wondered before, dude, what can I do? I tried everything. I still hate myself. You need to look at this deep hole and getting the shovel out, trying to refill it is not even the answer. Trying to refill it with money whatsoever, trying to focus on external extrinsic circumstances. We need to handle it with understanding, with care, like you would handle a child. Actually, in this case, it actually is a child, your inner child. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Here we are, finally, the two keywords, inner child. Your wounded inner child you'll still carry around. Now the question is, do we just reach for their hand? How do we handle the situation? You don't need to be good at babysitting, dude. I'm not myself. You don't need insane tools to heal your inner child. You just need to listen to next week's episode. <laughs> dude, don't lie to me. That was a good transition. So in next week's episode, I am going to introduce you to your wounded inner child. And uh, we will be talking about how to heal it step by step. This is a big concept. And if you're skeptical, 
You have to know. This is one of the main strategies to go about self-worth improvement, okay? And I'm an up-and-coming psychology major, <laughs> which literally doesn't say anything because I haven't even started. But just wait for April. Just wait for April. <laughs> Let's have a little story time session. If you think, uh, why is she like doing this? What's her motivation behind that? Well, I grew up in a difficult household as well. And, you know, I mean, they say your wisdom needs to be transferred to other people and what you learn from your pain needs to be told to the world so you can help others. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do right here. You know, researching and I'm looking at concepts and I've integrated so many of them since I was 16, 15, literally started to get into this topic when I was very young. And I can say that it's definitely possible. I literally had points in my life where I hated myself also because I've been cheating. Everything is interrelated though. And I hope I can help you with next week's episode. So stay tuned for next week's episode. I'll see you then.